Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Medelsky here in the wonderful St. James Coffee Shop. And joining me for her first time co-hosting a full show, Melissa Scaccio, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Nick. I'm so excited. It's going to be an exciting day. we got a lot of great guests coming up today. Uh, we have uh, Adam Janke from St. Paul Street Evangelization, Father Maximus from Holy Resurrection Monastery, Monsignor Thomas Cook uh, is closing out the show today. And to start things off, we'll have Mary Jo Sherwood from Persis Worldwide, and uh, that's an acronym, and we'll find out what that means when it's her time to, to be on air. So uh, before we get going, though, let's start things in prayer uh, as we begin all things. And I'd like to ask you, as I've been asking you, uh, listeners, to remember the, uh, the people of Ukraine uh, as we pray and, and all those who are facing hardship and facing uh, challenges in the world. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. And Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. Again, like I said, Nick Bedelsky here at St. James Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota. Beautiful Med City on a very foggy day. It's hard yeah. to see outside. It is. I uh, Coming over on 14, it was a few times I probably should have slowed down more than I did, but, you know, we like, got here surprise, there's south. a stoplight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Byron uh, Byron snuck up on me. But anyway, um, uh, for those uh, those who... who don't know you, and they probably should. Uh, but for those listeners <laughs> everybody who are more familiar, well, you know, you've been on you've been on as a guest plenty of times <clears throat> on Real Presence Live before. So, um, could you just introduce yourself, give your little elevator speech before we get going? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Melissa Scacio, and I uh, am the operations manager manager of St. James Coffee. Um, it's, it feels like it's all that I do. Um, I, I do have three teenage daughters um, that I'm a single mom of, but um, yeah. Uh, wild story never dreamed i'd be running a, a an evangelization mission in my whole life and um yeah god puts you where you're supposed to be and you just got to trust that you are where he put you for uh, a reason awesome and you said one of your uh, one of your childhood ambitions was to be on the radio right? it was shocking i either wanted to be a horse jockey in the kentucky derby or i wanted to be a disc jockey um and i was like uh five foot eight when i was 10 so that horse jockey dream out jockey, went yeah. out the window um and you know just just a minor ambition to actually be on the radio <laughs> and here we are i know crazy 40 years <laughs> later just it worked out <laughs> so um let's uh welcome mary joe to the show mary joe sherwood from persis worldwide uh mary joe welcome to the show hi thanks glad to be here with both of you today should you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. Um, I am a cradle Catholic who went through most of my life just oblivious to all the blessings that God was offering in my life. 
and then was starting to um, feel the call as I first got married to serve the Lord more. And when I was um, just a young mom, I felt the call to help with confirmation at our parish. And I realized at that time that I had grown up in an era where the Baltimore Catechism was, you know, discarded, and mm. I, I like to say it was the Jesus Loves Me Kumbaya area. <laughs> and so in that, in that era, you know, we learned about our Catholic faith, but not as deeply as we should have. And so I was very blessed to start realizing how important our faith was and how lucky I was to have been born um, into a faithful Catholic family. Um, that being said, though, I remember calling my father and saying, you know, why didn't you tell us that this was the real presence? And so I, he was like, I thought the nuns taught you that. And so, um, you know, it, it gets back to the whole thing that we have a responsibility to our families to really educate, you know, ourselves and our families in the faith. So fast forward a bit. Um, I had a long career in corporate America in marketing and happened to have been um, the president of our local Sarah Club and knew Jeff Haven through my work mm. at the Catholic Spirit. I was the very ah. first marketing director at the Catholic Spirit newspaper in St. Paul and met Jeff Havens way back when and became fast friends as we helped start the Leading with Faith Award. And so when the time came for Relevant Radio to be on um, the beginning stages, Jeff asked me to come over and consider it. And, you know, this was really a truly a time when you say, you know, God equips the call because I didn't even listen to radio at the time. So Melissa, mm. I think it's interesting that you had a desire to be on radio. You know, that was not ever one of my goals. But God calls us to be in places where, you know, we really are meant to be. And so I went over to help found relevant radio. And while I was there, um, felt called to write a book for the everyday person on prayer. So I wrote a book called Doubt No More, A Simple Guide to Hearing God Answer Prayer to really help people understand that prayer is simpler than we make it. And so that was a um, really wonderful thing. And from there, I, I was called to network with women. And in networking with women, I found that it was really difficult to find other Catholic women that I could network with. And so, you know, I started going to different faith-based things, and at the time, there wasn't a lot of things out there for Catholic women. And so I was invited off at times by our Protestant friends because, you know, they have a tendency to be more evangelical than we are. And yeah. so, but I would sit there and I would think, but you're missing the true beauty of our faith. And so right. one day I just decided that I was going to start a new organization for women who were working and Catholic. And so I sat down to pray, and I, I Googled women and work in the Bible. And what happened was there were 49 other, 149 other things that came out from that. And that was what started me on the road to founding purses. 
Wow. Um, it's your story is so much like mine. Um, I started teaching confirmation because my kids were in the program and I wanted, uh, them to learn everything I wish I had learned, um, when teaching the faith was kind of getting kind of watered down. So, oh, I just like you're speaking to my heart right now. Um, but I'm, I'm like, what, what, is, what exactly is PERSIS? Like, what does the P-E-R-S-I-S stand for? Well, it's an acronym. And, and actually, we have to just step back a second and go back to the story uh, about the Googling the women and work in the Bible. And as I scrolled through these entries, this name popped off the page at me, and it was PERSIS. And it's a very um, unknown verse from the Bible. Um, it's Romans sixteen twelve, and in it, it Paul commends our sister Persis for working very hard for the Lord. Mm. And I thought, oh, isn't that amazing? Because sometimes, as women, you know, we have not felt that you know we were out in the world working for the Lord. We were working only in our homes, and I thought, this is really something, because we have a responsibility to share our faith with others out there. So I sat down and prayed over that verse, and while I was praying over it, the idea came to me that we need to pray, evangelize, and reflect with our sisters in Christ. And then from a more secular standpoint, what is it that's our professional, educational, or relational issues that we need help and mentoring from our sisters on? So from that, that's where the background for the name Persis, you know, comes from for the organization. Hmm. Just like the Bible, there's a twofold meaning for everything. <laughs> At least twofold. <laughs> Right, right. And isn't that one of the most wonderful things about our faith is that, you know, we can study one verse in Scripture, and God will speak to us in multiple ways with that verse. And it really is God coming to us where we're at right now and what our needs are right now. Because we think Mm. we know what our needs are, but oftentimes we don't. That's very true. <laughs> Absolutely. He knows way better than we do. Absolutely. So I, well, I think I think you kind of shared uh, a little bit on this, but you could, could you go maybe a little bit more into how the idea for, for an organization like Persis came about? Sure. It, um, it, it goes back again to my being out there and there not being a lot of things available. And, and you have to remember this was 15 years ago. So, you know, we're blessed now that more and more Catholic-oriented events and things are happening uh, on a regular basis. But Mm -hmm. at the time, there really wasn't anything out there. So I attended uh, an event called Women of Faith that was put on by uh, a Protestant publishing house. And they brought Mm -hmm. in a lot of big-name speakers, and I happened Mm -hmm. to know one of the speakers. um, So I thought a girlfriend who was Catholic invited me to go, and I went. And I was like, wow, we should be doing something like this for Catholics. You know, they're like, we'll have people pray over you. I'm like, well, we do intercessory prayer, and, and, you know, we have praise and worship, and we do all these things. So I first started a conference called Fire of Hope, Mm. uh, a girlfriend's getaway for God. And I always think really big and wise. Could you say that again? Could you say the name of that again? Because I thought that was kind of cool, the name of the event. Oh, well, it's called Fire of Hope, and, you know, I could segue all day because Fire of Hope, the name came from uh, a song 
from Christmas time called Night of Silence. And mm. there's one verse in that line. Oh, I know that, that song. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's always spoken to my heart. And it's just like, wow, you know, that's what we need because the world is so crazy that we sometimes forget where our hope is and making sure that fire stays ignited. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I, I did what I call jump off the cliff and build your wings on the way down. And <laughs> they were renting out a huge arena. I'm like, I'll rent out a huge arena. And, wow. um, and we did. And it didn't go exactly as planned. I mean, we had a, a 24-hour event that was fabulous and really well-structured on what are our fears and our joys. But we only had a couple, 300 people. And when you think about mm. a brand-new event to pull in 300 people right. back in the days when we didn't have all that we have for marketing, impressive. But, yeah. you know, in prayer, God said, you know, you need to wait on this, and I will make things even better. So in that waiting is when I was praying about, you know, how can I help other Catholic women be able to share their faith and to learn their faith? And so that was what really precipitated the founding of Persis. Wow. I love that. That girlfriend's getaway for God. That is so cool. Fire of hope. Oh, wow. I wish I could have gone to that. Uh, well, our hope is that someday we will bring that conference back as part of purses for our live event. Mm. Oh, that and sounds like so, a great plan. Yeah, yeah, and you know, to be able to do them, you know, we had incentives at the, you know, early on to be able to do it in multiple cities all over the country, but you know, COVID and everything else changed mm. the plan. It, it gave you more time to plan, right? It did, it did. That's a silver lining on (laughs) a lot of the COVID stuff. Um, So we're going to head into a break here in just a second. But before we do, could you maybe tell us about some of the the other women involved on the core team of Persis? Sure, sure. We, you know, when, again, when we were putting this together, you know, I was praying for God to show me who were the women who should be on this team. And one of the things that I realized was that we really need to have you know, people from different backgrounds, people who have different stories, because really it's about sharing our stories with each other, just like the stories in Scripture help us to understand where we are in our relationship with God and where we're going. Mm. So there's, you know, a core team of seven women, and it's interesting because I love biblical numbers. I was going to say seven. What a great number. Seven. Yeah, everything that we're doing with Persis is, you know, three, seven, ten, twelve, um, things like that that will help us to be closer to God. And so there are different women who have a lot of different backgrounds. So, for example, um, Kristen Powell is a theologian um, mm. who got her Ph.D. from Ave Maria University, mm. in, um, and she studied... With, you know, her dissertation was on St. Thomas Aquinas. And she is also an adjunct professor at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul and is a homeschooling mom of six kids currently pregnant with number seven and eight. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, so, you know, she's she's one of our women who um, is on the team. 
Uh, Anna Nuzzo is a, an internationally acclaimed Marian musician who had a mm. profound experience through consecration to Mary. And she um, is just been doing different music and studying things to it. And she's also um, formerly an interior designer and, you know, has two sons. Um, Kendra Von Esch is uh, a speaker and uh, author who came back to the church because she's, you know, a revert to Catholicism and does a daily podcast on reality reflections and she's on Catholic Radio and Catholic TV and mm. her focus is on prayer. Um, mm. You know, we look at, I think some of you might know Amy Cummings from Partnership for Youth. Absolutely. And, they put on the, and, the very popular uh, Steubenville uh, in Rochester here. Mm-hmm. Right. And Amy is just a great person from, you know, being able to facilitate things and, and do things like that and has an incredible faith. Um, Trisha Lloyd is a nonprofit professional and a dame of Malta, and she really oh. is helping us with looking at the different things on stewardship. Um, and then, you know, from a business perspective, Martha Klein is a... Um, Mary Kay, leader, one of the top in the country, and she is really big on team development ah. and has a very strong faith life. And, you know, knowing that we need administration, you know, you know I am, well, we can talk more after your break about temperaments and charism, but, you know, knowing that you need someone to keep you organized, um, Ann Carlson, who also works for this partnership for youth, is on our team from an administrative perspective, and she has such a deep devotion to Mary and um, is retired. Well, what an awesome and dynamic group of, uh, of women involved in this cause, and I don't mean to cut you off, but we are a little bit past our break, so we'll, we'll head into that break. Uh, Nick Medelsky, Melissa Scaccio here at St. James Coffee in wonderful Rochester speaking with Mary Jo Sherwood of Persis Worldwide. Stick with us on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701 
290-4503. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, the Executive Director of Riverview Place in Fargo. The blessing of our foundation built on faith and our sense of fellowship strengthens our sense of safety, security, and community. This is what the region has come to rely on at Riverview Place for the past 35 years. We'd love to have you join us. Call 701-237-4700 to set up a tour today or check us out at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And hello again, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Bedelsky and Melissa Scaccio here at St. James Coffee in marvelous Med City, Rochester, Minnesota, having a great conversation with Mary Jo Sherwood of Persis Worldwide. It's a great organization focused on on uh, women and spirituality, especially women uh, involved in business and their spirituality, and just kind of exploring that concept and uh, different events that they put on, and some great stuff uh, that we heard about in the first half, and I'm sure we'll hear about some more excellent stuff in the second half too. Uh, so I think we we covered this in a in a few different directions, uh, Mary Jo, before the break. But what are some of the the overarching, I guess, goals of Persis? Um. Well, before we get into that, I do did realize that uh, one of the things to, that we are doing a little bit differently with Persis is we initially started out with the idea that it would be um, a, solely for women in business, mm-hmm. and one of our other founders, who we didn't get to before the break, is Debbie Keller, and Debbie Keller mm-hmm. is um, a past president of the local Archdiocesan Council of Catholic Women in ah. St. Paul. And works with the Synod team here, and yet she is not currently a businesswoman. And so wanted her to be a part of this because I realized that one of our tenets of Persis is that we are um, integrating faith and leadership. And leadership is more than just for working women. It's for all women. And Debbie is just a great example of how we as women in all areas of our life can participate and be leaders in our faith and our families. Hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so as we started developing the concept for Persis, we, we looked at it and said, you know, we want to have an opportunity for women to come together, but it needs to be organized. Because as I was doing my research, one of the reasons that people don't participate in faith-based things is they don't want to have to be the one to organize it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is, is counterintuitive, the idea that we are leaders. Um, mm. But it, it, it comes to the fact that our society, you know, has just become so strapped for time. So the idea was put together that if we create leadership forums that are very structured and all you have to do is participate in them, it makes it a lot easier for people to be a part of the organization. Right. And so we, we develop these forums where they have a very structured environment. You know, you come in and, and going back to our acronym of Pray, Evangelize, and Reflect, 
you know, after opening with prayer, and I'll come back to it in a little bit, but there's a specific prayer chaplet that uh, we've written for this organization and for the world, but to open in, you know, what is happening in your prayer life, what is happening in your, you know, evangelization, and allowing that quick reflection of saying, you know, this is going well, this is going well, I need prayers for this. And so it's a short period of time for people to share that piece of it. Then we have a 10 to 15 minute um, video of a speaker that gives you some educational information, some things to ponder. And then after that, we move into allowing each person in the group, and our groups would be broken into groups of 7 to 12, you know, no less than 7, no more than 12. Mm. And, and each person would have five minutes to share which one of those three elements is it something that's in your professional life. And in professional, that could be in your volunteer life, too. Um, what's an, what's an educational thing? There's so many things with technology, um, that are going on right now that someone might need help with. There's different, you know, interpretations of scripture and spiritual things that someone might need some direction on. And then we have our relationships and how can we help, you know, people who have different issues going on. It might be children who have left the church. It might be some health issues. Um, it might be older parents, you know. And being able to get input and mentoring from someone that has already walked that before you is phenomenal. And then we we close in prayer. And we like people to get together twice a month because if you only do things once a month, it becomes a situation where if you miss one for any reason, you're you know going to be two months out before you have a chance to be able to participate again. Right, right. Wow. I just, I'm, I'm so blown away by all of this because I run a Catholic business and I'm also a mother. And, and you're like, we need to make it easy. And that is so true because that is the number one thing I don't have is time. There's everything goes into the business or goes into my kids. So could you maybe explain how you would join? Like, because I may be thinking about joining. Ah, um, yeah. We, to join, you know, you just have to go to our website and, and fill out a form, and then someone from the leadership team will contact you and talk to you about being a, a part of the organization. We are um, just now launching full membership for it. So what we're trying to put together is uh, a group of 144. You know, I said earlier I love biblical numbers. 12 by 12. Um, mm-hmm. 12 by 12. To be able to fully test this because, Melissa, like you said, you know, we are sitting here and we think we have a diverse background, but we also want to make sure that before we roll this out worldwide, like our, is our long-term goal, we have, you know, pulled out some of the things that may be a hindrance to women. So one of the things is, is as we put the groups together, your group can decide because of the fact that we've got the videos when you're going to meet. And that way it makes it so, you know, if you're working in retail or a coffee shop, you can be in a group that is, you know, able to meet at other times of the day. If you are more flexible and entrepreneurial and you can meet in the middle of the day, you know, so we can have groups at all different times like that. And then what we're doing is we're putting together what I call the Leading with Faith Visual Library. 
And it's a private library where we're inserting different things about the faith, and you'll be able to search it by category to be able to find things that you're interested in right now. And the thing that I love about that is that the Internet can be very difficult, you know. Our organization is, you know, we say we're centered on Christ, guided by the example of Mary, because I believe Mary was, you know, the greatest leader that ever lived. And, you know, Mm. it's through Mary that we get to Jesus. And so, you know, being able to have a place where we can go to find things that we know are fully Catholic, because when I was doing some research, I'm actually working on a book called Leads Like Mary with a little help from Joe. Um, and the things I found, you know, are not found Catholic doctrine on Mary. And so it can be very confusing for the average person to go out there and try and find things. So we are wanting to be a conduit for that, for our members, and Mm. to be able to have a place where you can go and not have all those crazy ads pop up on YouTube like they do sometimes. (laughs) Absolutely, the internet can be a can be a hard place to uh, to wade through information, especially when you don't know quite what you're looking for. And what I found with a lot of apostolates like yours is that uh, it's nice to be able to to go to someone who's already an expert <laughs> instead of having to having to reinvent the wheel, right? Right. And the thing that I will say though is, you know, I am not an expert. I am still <laughs> learning as I go. Uh, but it is very interesting to be able to, you know, be in a place where you also can feel comfortable that you're not an expert. Right. And so one of the things we're offering right now is um, where we are doing some um, small a series called Journey to Joy, Walking Together in Lent. And our second part of that series is coming up on Thursday, March 24th at 7 p.m. Central Time. And if people want to register, it's free to do that. And you can kind of experience a little bit of the way the system works. And that you can find um, if you go to persisworldwide.com forward slash Lent 2022. Awesome. Again, that website is persisworldwide.com. Persis, P-E-R-S-I-S. Mary Jo Sherwood, uh, thanks for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. Well, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. And stick with us through the break. Afterwards, we're going to be speaking with Adam Janke of St. Paul's Street Evangelization. Stay tuned. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 